Naughty 40, my first gay erotic novel is out now. Tom isn't ready to turn 40, with the middle-aged spread starting to take hold and his family upping the pressure for him to settle down. Tom is torn about whether life as a single stud is still worth pursuing. A planned day of minor celebration quickly steps up as his friends join him throughout the day. As they reminisce, Tom is reminded of some of his hottest sexual conquests, from the night he lost his virginity in the back room of a club to the moment one of his workmates crossed the line after a few beers. With the help of a night with his closest friends, who get unexpectedly closer, Tom realises that while life might not begin at 40 for a 21st century gay man, it isn't the end of the world. Naughty 40, my first gay erotic novel by Liam Williams, available on my website, liamwilliams.com.au forward slash store. If you want to get the most out of your bait and be proud about it, you've come to the right podcast. It's time for the latest tips, tricks and news to make you a better baiter. I'm Liam Williams. And I'm bait mate Sean. It's It's time time for the Proud Baiters Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Proud Baiters Podcast. Hello, Sean. Hello. How are we going? Yes, very good. I uh, had a wank about an hour ago and I'm probably due for another one. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I should I, have been doing some writing. I, I feel like people that listen to both podcasts that are like, come on, Liam, I need another story on the Gay Erotica podcast. Then switch over to this one and be like, fuck, he spent eight hours this week jerking off. Write a fucking story for me so I, mean, I can jerk off. <laughs> you've got to get the juices flowing before you can get the juices flowing. Well, it's a delicate balance because if I wank before I write the story and complete, the juices aren't flowing or I'm just, you know, after you wank, you just, oh, fuck, I can't be bothered doing anything. But if I don't start something and get in the right frame of mind to write erotic fiction, then the juices aren't flowing. Yeah. So it's like it's some very almost torturous form of edging that I have to do in order to create the content that I am putting out there. Yeah. So you baiters that are listening to my stories should also appreciate that I am not baiting to write the stories so that you can bait. So you're you're just going to edge along whilst you're writing so that we can all get our rocks off. I like that. Yeah. And then after I've written the story, I'll finish. I don't usually jerk off while I'm writing or recording. You know, that, that would actually make like a really unique thing if you're going to make your, like if you've got to um, like fully publish like a paperback series of your stories, um, just glue a couple of pages together. <laughs> and we'll just let listeners fill in the gaps of the story that, or maybe I should could put a little mark in my story, some a little logo, the Proud Baiters logo, wherever I had to stop writing to jerk off. Mm, could be a little, uh, could be a little PB Easter egg there. Yeah, little you know, hidden you can code to the podcast to understand what this little logo here is for. Yeah, it's like a Da Vinci Code type thing, but for baiters. Yeah. One day, Tom Hanks will play me in a movie. <laughs> Un- unlikely. <laughs> 
I think I think Un- you're a little bit younger than he is there, mate. <laughs> True. And it's unlikely that anything I write will ever be considered in the same um air as uh Leonardo da Vinci. Aww. I'm sure he was a beta da Vinci. I mean he he did get the um the penis shape and form down pat so yeah you know. and he was an inventor like he would have invented something oh i mean he's got to have a procrastinate whilst he's thinking so yeah no he invented like uh that helicopter like that it helicopter invented was like a moving a fleshlight thing the first fleshlight launch was invented by da vinci i reckon Okay. You know the one that moves itself? No. Oh, okay. I'll show you. I'll send you a link later. Okay. Not the Da Vinci one, the actual fleshlight one. <laughs> anyway, we've gotten off track. How's your bait been? It's been a lot better. Last time we spoke, um, I was saying that I had the uh, the after effects of long COVID, but that is, thank fuck, long gone. Good, good. Apologies so, for insanity there, but uh, it is long gone. Um, I have definitely uh, made up uh, on the 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 lack of, I suppose you'd say. Um, yep. I don't think I've done so much washing in a very long time. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, mine has been pretty good. I'm settling into my new timetable uh, and getting that balance back. Um, Except, of course, yeah. for when you um, when you opt to have a wank rather than write. Yeah, that is the thing that is sacrificed for the wanking. But um, it's one in favour of the other is my excuse, as we just discussed. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I'm trying to get better at making sure all of my stories get out. And hopefully by the end of this calendar year... Uh, there is a novel out. I very so, much look forward to it. It is uh, at this point in time, it is with beta readers at the moment, not BETA readers, not beta readers. Well, I mean, if they're reading Both. that kind of novel, then guaranteed they're going to be betas after it. Yes, and there is, for li- listeners, there is at least one solo scene in this book. Good. I th- I've tried to kind of touch on a few little points that are a little bit underrepresented in the erotic uh, fiction and erotic romance fiction uh, genres. Okay. I very so, much look forward to having a read of it. Yeah. Uh, I very much look forward to... Hopefully, lots of people reading it. Yeah, no, that'd be nice. Someone in my writers group the other night was saying, "It's all very like it's great to have written a book, but then when you get a publishing contract, you think, oh shit, someone's actually going to read this thing.' Yeah, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to people reading it uh, and letting me know what they think. So, if you're listening to this podcast and for the first time realizing that I'm an author, um, then uh, you can head over to my other podcast where I read my gay erotic stories and I'll link to that in the episode description for you. So 
Speaking of other forms of content, I was listening to a movie podcast recently and they reviewed the movie There's Something About Mary. And they talked a lot about <laughs> on the podcast about how the movie has not aged well. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, and there are some things that definitely have not. Um, but one of the things that has not aged badly is him having a wank before his date with Mary. Mm-hmm. They didn't talk about it a lot on the podcast, but I obviously watched the movie uh, before listening to the podcast and watched it with a beta lens. And I like that scene. No, I don't like particularly like watching Ben Stiller jerk off. Let's not get that confused with my taste in men. But I like the conversation that precedes it because it is just Chris Elliott, the friend of Ben Stiller, saying post-nut clarity is a real thing. You should do it before you go on your date. A hundred and ten percent. And it's just two friends having a very normal conversation about it. Yeah. It was an opportunity for the Farrelly brothers to put as many references and as many euphemisms in as possible. But he just brings it up in conversation and it's quite normal. Yeah, as it should be. Which, like, it was 1998, 25 years ago. Um, and I remember kind of when the movie came out, that scene wasn't a big deal. No. It was funny and it was like, oh, my God, they're talking about wanking. Oh, my God, he had a wank. But it wasn't like a shameful thing. No. Which I think is interesting. There's not a lot of wanking in movies when you compare it to the amount of sex there is in movies. Yeah. And I think... But off... Go. Uh, like, I, I think wanking in films has got a bit of a a bit of a teenage lens to it, and it's that uh, almost that sh- it has the shameful thing on it. Yeah, and it it's often in movies more as a joke thing. Yeah, but then I think about some movies like American Pie came out the year after. I'm pretty sure 1999 or 2000. Um, And he wanks in that. And like, that's the opening scene, right? Yeah. And he wanks in that more than one occasion. And, but the comedy never comes from the fact that he's doing it. The comedy comes from the fact that he's caught. True. And so, like the first scene, Eugene Levy, absolute classic, catches him, Jim, the son, um, wanking to that scrambled cable porn. And then the next day he tells his friends, but it's not, they don't shame him for doing it. They shame him for being caught by his dad. Yeah. And so looking back 
now, like when we were teenagers watching that movie, it was just like funny. But looking back now with the proud beta lens, it's actually a pretty decent representation of it. Pretty progressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think the, that scene in Something About Mary is similar in the the joke isn't that he's doing it. The joke is that he's doing it to the lingerie catalogue and that the cum gets caught on his ear and then in her hair. But, like, Chris Elliott, his friend, is not judging him for doing it. He's recommending that he does it. And Ben Stiller doesn't say, no, God, no, I never jerk off. I'm not going to jerk off. So I think that's cool. I I think that needs to be across more films. There is a film. uh, I think you'd actually find. So I, I love watching movies and I listen to a few different movie podcasts. And so I listen to them quite analytically also because I'm a writer. I listen and watch stories analytically. I think when masturbation is in mainstream movies it's not shamed but it's not in movies as much as it is in real life does that make sense elaborate further so i'm just a one example off the top of my head love simon you know that movie yeah uh based on the book simon versus the homo sapien agenda that's about a 17-year-old boy, right? We yeah. have both been 17-year-old boys, right? Over a school year, a 17-year-old boy jerks off more than zero times. Yeah? Yeah. In the movie Love, Simon, he jerks off zero times. It's yeah. not mentioned. It's not joked about in conversation. They talk about sex but they don't ever talk about masturbation that's what i mean in the book there's a scene where he does jerk off him and blue email back and forwards and they both admit to jerking off to each other's emails but that isn't in the movie um and so i think in a lot of particularly teen movies masturbation is underrepresented yeah that's what i mean yeah no, I'm just, I'm just thinking back. You look like, like you're thinking a lot. Well, I'm just, I, I'm just doing a really quick Google search of um, masturbation in movies, just to see what's coming up so far. It's just a lot of porn. Um, so yeah, I probably my, ones that I've watched. I've, I've got my, um, my reading list for their or watching list for their next, yeah. you know, week sorted. Uh, but, I'll send you a couple of links. All right, sweet. Um, chuck them up in the Discord. Maybe some other people would be interested. Oh well. yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'll write myself that. a note to to do that in relation to the podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm just having a like having a think back at some of the more popular gay things that are out. Gay, more popular teenage things that are out at the moment. Now, I said yeah. I, I said gay purely because I am, uh, but I feel at this point that um a you know a, a gay tv show is going to have more masturbation side of things yes than some young you know angus thongs and perfect kissing 
for instance. They wouldn't talk <laughs> yes. about masturbation in that. Um, no. Heartstopper is obviously a big thing that's out at the moment. And No spoilers, please. No spoilers. The only spoiler that I will tell you, uh, there is a scene where they make out on the bed. Okay. There is no reference whatsoever to any form of erection. There's no reference. Like, they, they sleep next to each other. Yeah. But there is no reference to any kind of hanky-panky happening or anything like that. I understand that they're, like, 16-year-old kids and, you know. There are censorship things too. Yeah. um, But it's like, so that's Heartstopper. I've just watched um, Red, White and Royal Blue. Yes. It is on the list for me to watch as well. Great film. I loved it. Um, I I want to read the book. Um, I do want to read the book because apparently it's vastly different. Anyway, that's on a tangent. Um, Long distance relationship. Yeah. No talk about phone sex or masturbation or anything else like that. But there is... Yeah, like in Love, Simon. There's the hints there that it's, um, you know, it's bubbling under the surface, but there's no explicit anything to it. There's no action towards it. There's no um, laying in bed and just even seeing the hand kind of go down a little further. No, there's none of that. Um, It's Yeah, I think there must be a censorship thing, right, that self-pleasure is rated more highly by censors than partnered sex. Because from the screenshots that I've seen floating around my internet feeds, one of them goes down on another one in red, white, and royal blue. And that is in there. But any phone sex jerking off is not. So that's that's something that must be a factor. But then, so one that comes to mind it's a movie I should probably be ashamed to admit that I've watched. There's a movie called Premature, right? And it just popped up somehow and it seemed like a funny little stupid concept. It's basically Groundhog Day, but the kid, this high school kid, starts his day again when he ejaculates, right? <laughs> stupid, stupid concept. Um, And so whenever... At some point during his day, he comes, he wakes up having had a wet dream, right? That's that's how his day starts and the, the connection happens. But eventually he tells his friend about it um, and the kid is getting bullied at school and there's a scene that is kind of, it's the scene I want to mention here. He is getting chased by these bullies in school. So he runs and his friend is with him, is with him and he runs into the bathroom and decides to, jerk off so that he can reset his day to escape these bullies. Yeah. And his friend is encouraging him to do it. And so I think like there are moments in movies when it does come up in movies, it is not shamed. Yeah. But it is underrepresented compared to how often it is occurring in real life. True. Which is interesting. True. This well, isn't what we planned on talking about, by the way. No, I know. But, like, <laughs> how many times on average, on average, like, I mean, us aside, because... Um, we're above average. 
yeah, we're above average. But on average, how many times a day do you reckon, or how many times a week do you think an average guy masturbates? Uh, two to four a week. Okay. I would say. Regular enough that if you were spending every day with someone, it is likely to occur. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not necessarily occur in your presence. But, yeah. But I also then think, like in terms of what I was saying before about how, like in Love, Simon, they talk about sex, but they never talk about wanking. It's... It's an indication of the way people talk differently about those two things. Yeah. It's also, and it's often talked about when it's talked about teen movies, they're written by adults with the lens of their teenagerhood on it. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, um, you know, an adult is writing Love, Simon, the scene of two guys talking about sex that they are purporting to have had, but they really haven't. And like, but then if you think about that adult time, which let's say they are our age in high school, we might've had the conversation about sex, but we would never have had a conversation about wanking. Right. Even though 16 and 17 year old these days may be talking about it more openly. We could hope. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully. The I do like when it pops up in a movie though. Like it pops up in Kick Ass because there's a scene where he jumps on Skype to chat to his friend. Um and his friend is just jerking off while they're chatting on Skype. <laughs> and like the joke isn't that he's doing it, the joke is that don't fucking do that while I'm on Skype with you, mate. So I do like when it pops up occasionally, um, but it's interesting to see how differently it's represented in different genres and differently represented to partnered sex. Hmm. But if you want to hear a funny podcast about there's something about Mary, I'll link to that in the episode description. (laughs) They don't talk about wanking, but they do talk about the movie. Which talks about wanking. Yeah. So full circle works. It's great. Yes. Um, <laughs> should we talk about a, new, a news article? Sure. What's been happening in the news? Uh, this one popped up across my feed a couple of weeks ago. The headline obviously caught me. Man pleasured himself so intensely that he tore his lung and needed to go to hospital. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have laughed at that point. Um <laughs> It's a yeah. it's a thing. So, so hang on, before you get into this, so far we've had uh, we've had a guy who has jerked off so much that he did he nearly die or he died? Uh, he died, and that was but that was purely like that was from dehydration and that was star like and- not starvation, malnutrition, dehydration, all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we've had him. Um, we've had, uh, people who have ended up having plumbing issues because they've done the whole no fap thing. Uh, yes. And now we have a guy who has busted a lung. So 
the uh, term is spontaneous pneumomediastinum. Once more. <laughs> I'm sorry to any medical professionals listening, uh, and I'm sorry to my friends that studied medicine. Spontaneous pneumomediastinum. Do you see? No, we we failed before trying to get Siri to pronounce something. Um, so what happened was uh, he was jerking off and – uh, the, so this is on ladbible.com, which is all great, great place for journalism. Oh, the twenty-year-old trusted sites ever. The twenty-year-old man suffering from sudden onset of sharp chest pain, followed by shortness of breath as he was lying in bed masturbating. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll ignore the uh, lack of editing on that sentence. And go back. Um, according to radiology case reports, the anonymous man ended up in the ER after suffering from spontaneous pneumomediastinum from a little too much pocket pinball. It's a rare condition and usually affects young men in their 20s, the doctors said in the report. It can result from a variety of triggers like acute a- asthma exacerbation, strenuous physical exercise, excessive vomiting, or violent coughing. Hopefully, those two last ones weren't involved in his solo sessions. So, yeah, he um, had what seems like the lung version of a heart attack while he was having a wank. I mean, the excessive coughing, I mean, is there any, there's no reference in the article about using poppers or anything else like that, is there? No, no. Because if you use poppers, which I'm not poo-pooing, but I'm also not encouraging, um, you may have a tendency to cough a little bit more. And if you've been going at a decent session, that cough might be quite a deep, long, hard cough. So that's true. You know, it could have been that. Could have been that. I I feel sorry for him. Like, I mean, how did he, you know, how could you just imagine the conversations that he would have had? Oh my God. How did you, how did you bust your lung? I was jerking off. Well, maybe that's the opportunity to bring it up. He I mean, can be the little... that's going to follow him around now. Like he'll, you know, he'll be known as the guy who busted a lung whilst busting one out. <laughs> I'm sure his mates will have some kind of nickname for it. Yeah. If they don't, get new mates. <laughs> um. So the article also says pneumo. Uh, oh, I thought I got it. That word. Pneumo. <laughs> Pneumomediastinum is an extremely rare condition that affects the respiratory system. It's caused by air traveling to the upper chest and accumulating after the air has leaked from the lungs, airways, or bowel. Not sure about the bowel bit. Anyway, maybe the butt plug was too far in. Um, So there's another little (laughs) public warning um, just to keep an eye on your breathing. Even if you're young, he was, this guy was 20. Uh, oh, to be twenty again. Just remember, concentrate on your breathing as you're as you're jerking off. Um, sometimes it can even help, you know, if you get into that steady rhythm of breathing. It's a good edging technique. Out. Yeah, you just kind of like hit that rhythm, get through it. You make sure that you're not going to bust a lung as you as you're going through. And you know what? It could be a bigger dopamine hit than you ever thought. Oh yeah. <laughs> Now, talking people who have uh, who have injured themselves through um, through masturbating, have you ever injured yourself 
uh, aside from, you know, the slight friction burn or the tenderness after a decent session, have you ever injured any part of yourself? I have an episode about injuries, which I'll link to in the show notes. Um, the worst was that just a little bit of skin tearing from the friction mainly. Yeah. Nothing bad. And um, it's not good for my tennis elbow, uh, which but I'm telling all my tennis. friends is tennis elbow. Well, luckily I do play tennis. I don't play it to the level that would get me tennis elbow, but it is a handy excuse for it. I actually think I actually think it's golf golfer's elbow. Um so tennis elbow is on one side of your forearm and golfer's elbow is on the other. I actually think my pain is on the golfer's elbow side. Um and I don't play golf. So if anyone asked too deeply, like my couple of friends that are physios, and I told them where the pain was, they'd be like, well, you don't play that much golf. Then, uh, yeah, that would be a bit of a giveaway. But I just you tell everyone tennis elbow. I play with, though. Hey, something <laughs> about balls in holes doesn't make sense. Um, that's been it for me, really. Once yeah. I had, and I think one time, one of those little nicks from the friction um, became like this really bad pimple, which was gross and stopped me for a while. <laughs> yeah. I what about yourself? Terrible. Um, I have had two significant injuries. Oh, um, I actually sprained my wrist once. Uh, oh, wow. That is an intense session. Yeah. Uh, I think it was one of those, um, I've got the house to myself for an hour back when I was like younger, younger, when we had the dial up. Yeah. Um, I've got the house to myself for an hour. Let me just quickly get this out and got a little too vigorous and wasn't quite sure what I was doing and just put too much focus on the wrist. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So sprained it, ended up in uh, in a bandage for a week. Uh, and what was the excuse then? I fell over. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a very clumsy person. Like I will fall <laughs> over, you know, a, a pebble. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that one was nice and easy. Um, yeah. But the other one was one that was quite recent. I had a, um, how did the doctor put it? <laughs> a fluid sack in my sack. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me about that one. Yeah. And I'm that like, was a concerning one. I'm like, uh, how, how, how did that, how would that have happened? He's coming yeah. out with all of these different ways. And then he just kind of lowers his glasses and looks at me over the top of the glasses and goes, oh, you've been jerking off too hard. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't say too much. And I'm like, oh, so it would have been that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's good. Yeah. Doctors are just I I so many so many guys are just like afraid to say things to doctors. Yeah. Like there's a Facebook group that I'm in um and guys will be in there and they'll post something anonymous in this Facebook group and go, "Oh, my left nut's been really sore for like 2 weeks. Um any idea what it could be?" And I always comment and I'm like, you are in a Facebook group with a bunch of dickheads. 
go to a doctor. Yeah. Not a single person here is going to be able to tell you what it is. No. A doctor has seen more nuts than you will ever see in your life. And he does not care what they look like. And he is paid to look at people's nuts. Yeah. Go to a doctor. It's their job. Yeah. And they are not going to judge you. Some of the things I've told the doctors at the sexual health clinic, my God, they do, but they do not judge. No, they just kind of look at you and go, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like my injury. I went to the doctor with a pimple on the head of my cock that had become infected. No judgment. Here's some antibiotics. Yep. Thank you. Next. Don't wank for a week. I lasted three days. <laughs> so there's our little PSA. Watch your breathing. Um, and if something hurts, go and see a doctor. See the people, see the people who are paid to care. Yeah. And as good as, you know, as good as our Discord server is for baiting advice, we are not medically trained. At no point have we ever stated that we are medically trained in anything. No. Side note, if you are a physio and listening, get in touch because I would like to speak to you for a future episode. Do they call them physios in other parts of the world? Do I need to say physiotherapist? I don't know. We'll just leave this in and and, and we'll let people decipher the Aussie language. I know um, an occupational therapist who specialises in hands. Okay. But um, she's a she, uh, and I'm not sure how the wanking conversation would go. I mean, at the end of the day, they're a professional, so. Exactly. Like I know, I just said yeah. <laughs> she's paid to deal with people's hands. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it comes up. Maybe I'll have a, give her a couple of glasses of wine and then bring it up. Um. That's it. We've given our advice. We've talked about the news and uh, we've talked about wanking in movies. Good coverage of topics. Very. If you've enjoyed the episode and you want to connect with some other betas, make sure you jump into the Discord server. There's also a link in the episode description if you want to tip us for the content that we produce because it does cost a bit of money. We've been on Zoom the last couple of episodes. Maybe we want to upgrade to ProZoom. Um, so we don't have to worry about anything. It's not the computer microphone. <laughs> yeah. If you want to hear Sean speak more clearly, uh, then the link is in the episode description so that you can send us a tip or let's be honest, we'll probably buy lube with it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Happy baiting. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Proud Baiters podcast. I'm Liam Williams. And I'm Baitmate Sean. Keep up to date with the chat on the Proud Baiters Discord. And if you want early access to every episode and a whole heap of extras, sign up to the Liam Williams Patreon. Until next time, happy happy baiting. baiting.
Hey Baiters, just a quick note to let you know I have a new membership set up for the Proud Baiters podcast. If you'd like early access to these episodes, then you can sign up as a member with the link in the episode description. Your support goes a long way to helping Sean and I keep the podcast running and making sure we are doing the work with the beta community to get the word out there. Thanks again for listening and happy baiting.